Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Terrell Lewis, uh, linebacker for the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide, here with us uh, on Radio Row as well. How you been, man? Good to see you. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So let me ask you this. uh, As you start to do this, now you've been through this before because you guys have been in big situations. Obviously Mm -hmm. a team that is highly covered. You do media days and such. So what makes this different for you going from uh, station to station to station? Um. You're not limited on what you can say and speak on. I say that, <laughs> and then uh, just obviously it's a different environment. It's Super Bowl. I think that's probably the biggest stage of you know what I'm saying. Obviously football. So you have uh, does Coach Saban kind of give you the uh, what you should and shouldn't be saying? Um, they they have media training for us so that we you know what I'm saying. Obviously, if we put in a situation, we try to neglect from answering certain questions or kind of push it on coach like hey that's a question for coach better than me right so we don't create any type of story that brings right. any type of negative insight it really is uh almost informational lockdown isn't it mm-hmm. you you're not giving anything away about a team about a scheme about an injury about a nothing right nothing <laughs> yeah so what are you uh, what are you learning as you go through this process and get ready for the combine um, as far as just the media side just of it, just in general, as you you know, because you're coming out of college and now you're looking at you're looking at dollars, you're looking at agents, you're looking at working out. Suddenly, it's this is full time job. Yeah, man. definitely. A, a, you definitely get opened up to the business side of it, and then you kind of realize it's more it's more individualized. Like as far as just everything that goes into this process, it's more all about you, your future. Um, kind of where you end up going to is, is everything is kind of about you. So, so when you're you're ready to come out, you're going to say, okay, I'm I'm heading off to the NFL. Uh, how difficult is it when you start to have when, when you're highly sought after? When you start to have agents come after you, products come after you, friends want you to do certain things. You got to hang on to the guys from the past. You don't want to lose your friends, and it's it's a tough dynamic right now, right? Um, it depends on who you ask. I don't really. I'm not that type of guy that's trying to hang on to all that stuff. I think if, if you, I let God kind of handle that as far as just um, the relationships and stuff like that and what's best for me, I think you can kind of get a gist for everything once you kind of feel the vibe and stuff like that with people and, and whether it feels naturally right or not. So yeah. moving on and stuff like that, I don't really think too much about, oh, I got to keep on to this, make everybody happy. I mean, it's hard to keep everybody happy in the world. So, Who in the NFL right now, if I'm going to say this is who Terrell Lewis reminds me of, who do you think you emulate? Or who do you think you most closely resemble? Um, I would, If anybody, I would say as far as a pass rusher-wise, like pass rusher build, I would probably say a guy maybe like Chandler Jones. Okay. I think his, his build and you know what I'm saying, his length, being able to use his length as a pass rusher, I would probably say I resemble him probably the most are guys like Zadarius Smith, guys like that. Taller. Yeah, Zadarius had a pretty good year yeah. uh, here in Green Bay. Yeah, no doubt. Um, when it comes to the advice you get, are you talking to now guys that are in the league? Or are you talking to, to, to guys that are working you out to get you ready for the league? Because the biggest thing that you hear from guys uh, that go from a, a, you know, a, a drafted guy to their rookie season to their sophomore season, so to speak, in the NFL is when I was in college, I could probably beat, 
and especially a big name college, I could probably beat ninety percent of the guys that came up against me just because. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple of really good moves. In the NFL, you need like two good moves a game. Mm-hmm. You know, is that is that the thing that now you're focused on? Is you got to come up with, you got to kind of reinvent yourself a little bit. Um, definitely, just the process was starting back over. But I think going at a pl- going to a place like Alabama, it prepares you for that transition. Because yeah. even in high school, when you come out of high school and you're like, oh, I'm beating everybody. And then boom, you go. You got to go against Cam Robinson and OJ Howard. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, true. You better come up with a plan. So I think definitely it kind of gets you ready to make that adjustment and come in open minded, knowing that okay, I definitely got to improve my game, get better, and kind of figure out. You know what I'm saying my niche as far as how I'm gonna be able to. You know what I'm saying survive in this league and make a name for myself. Talking Alabama linebacker Terrell Lewis getting ready to go to the combine, get himself into the uh, the NFL. Um, so, wh- what made you go to Alabama? Um, everything as far as from the culture, as far as the winning tradition stuff like that. But then also they had me sold on how they would show off my versatility, being able to play in a three-four defense where I'm not only just going to be a guy that just rushes the passer and you, you have one job like see ball, get ball, get to the quarterback. But also being able to play in space, drop in coverage, um, move me along the line, a scrimmage, whether D and D tackle, but also play stack backer a little bit. So just all that stuff and then knowing that the transition to the league would be so much smoother going to a place like that where you're learning an NFL type defense, learning the terminology, the concepts of the game, the situational part of the game and stuff like that. So all in all it, it definitely was a business decision as far as going to the league and then also just on the school side of it initially when I first got there I was like man I want to be an engineering major and then I was like once I got there I kind of veered off from that path because it, it was a little time, more time consuming than I thought yeah. but even just getting a degree from their business degree they got a great business school and stuff like that so yeah it was a good all-around decision so how did they track you down coming you're in washington dc right mm-hmm. yeah how they track you down uh, just uh, someday somebody you know, when you go through the process are you putting stuff on youtube and suddenly you're getting noticed by a scout or how does that work um well i wasn't really putting stuff on youtube i know my film kind of you and we make highlight tapes and stuff like that and Obviously, I think they took notice that other schools were, you know what I'm saying, offering a guy like me. So they look into it. And then also they had a guy down there as an analyst by the name of um, Azar. And he was from the Maryland, D.C. area. And they had him kind of working behind the curtains and helping God, helping the school find guys from that area yeah. and who they should look into. And then they kind of found me and kind of got in contact. And from that point on, it was history. Now, did Coach Saban come sit down and talk to the family? Oh yeah, he did that multiple times. Yeah, he, me and him actually. One time he uh he met me at the airport. Me met me and my mom, and my little sister at the airport, along with the position coach Tosh Lupoy, and met me at the airport before I was taking a visit to Ole Miss. Really? Yeah. So <laughs> so a little subversive tactic there. Yeah. So he you he found out you're going to visit Ole Miss. And he shows up at the airport to say, hey, how you doing? Yeah, he wanted to see me first. So he was like, you wanted to see me before I made that trip down there. How did he know you were going to – did he – I mean, did you tell him you were well, going to see Ole Miss first? When I was talking to, you know what I'm saying, the uh, position coach at the time, I was telling him kind of – it was going up – like it was going up into uh, this, what, signing day and stuff like yeah. that. So I was telling him, you know what I'm saying, what schools I was visiting each weekend before I made my decision and stuff like that. But yeah, he was like – well, we wanted to see you this week or something like that. 
or get you, you know what I'm saying, see you before you came down to us as far as like an in-home visit. And I was like, I don't know when I'm going to really have time to do so. Yeah. Then they, uh, the position coach asked me like, hey, what time are you flying out to go to Ole Miss? And I told him the next thing you know. He's he was like, airport. yeah, like, hey, we're here, da, 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 da. you at this airport? And I was like, what? <laughs> and then he kind of sent me a picture, like, yeah, we took the private jet, da, 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 da. I bet you Ole Miss not doing that. And all. <laughs> but wow. Uh, it was cool. That's that, Wow, that's a, that's a terrific story, man. It's like they were kind of trying to stun on Ole Miss before I got down there. That's like, a terrific story. That's Man, that, that's worth the price of the interview alone right there, I'll <laughs> tell you that. So you come, uh, our buddy Bob and everybody brings you over from X-Tech Pads. Did you use those uh, in college all the way through? Not all the way through. I wish I had, but uh, I used them my senior year, kind of went through and and realized the difference between X-Tech pads and the pads I had previous before that. And? Man, it was just it was all around a better experience as far as it just being so much lighter and stuff like that. I felt faster playing with them, and then also, even though they're lighter, you know what I'm saying, it would build a concern like, okay, will, will this kind of make me get hurt or, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that, or will I, will I still be as safe? But then I had a couple big hits in them, and I was like, okay, these are like shock absorbers. Like, I don't really yeah. feel nothing. But I'm also able to move so much faster that I can hit with more velocity when I come to collide with somebody. So, so if you would then go from business into marketing, it would be X-Tech pads make you feel like Superman? Hell yeah. You're invincible. <laughs> Hell yeah. There you go. So it's always a pleasure to get to you guys coming over. Terrell, best of luck to you in the NFL draft, man. Thanks for the great story. That's fantastic. Uh, no problem. That's Thank awesome. you. little insight into Nick Saban and how he gets it done. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Broadcasting live down here, Radio Row. we got a whole lot more to go. Stay tuned. Coming up right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.